Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. We got some chilling updates from Andrew Tate in his prison cell. Let's check these out. They're trying to break me, thrown inside a cell without light. Cockroaches, lice, and bed, bed bugs are my only friends at night. When the guards bring me to and from the courtroom, I stay absolutely respectful. They try to pour hatred into my heart. But please and thank you, stick with me at all times. My prison guards are just performing their job, and they have families to feed. In times of hardship, do not forget your manners. They are just trying to break my iron mind with unjust imprisonment. My absolute respect for everyone around me is an act of absolute rebellion. They cannot break me. My guards know I'm innocent. They know it is unjust. That's, that's crazy, bro. Cockroaches, bro. You know it's been a long time since he's been used to that environment. I know his one brother who, who uh, got falsely in prison, and he had a very similar experience where uh, when he was in his cell, um, not that there was no light, but it was pretty much like roaches and stuff like this because it, um, it was in a third world country. So man, may Allah preserve him. May Allah grant him strength. May Allah get him out of there as soon as possible. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, just keep him from any evil and any false accusations at the end of this whole thing. Allah, um, I mean, I mean, I mean. See, the thing is, bro, I agree with you. And for all, before a lot of the people come out of the throat in the comments, for all we know, till today, he's a Muslim brother, he's a brother in Islam. There's no evidence against him for these accusations. So, of course, we're going to go based off of the presupposition that he's innocent until proven guilty, right? But if there is, obviously, okay, cool, that'll change things. But for now, we still have hope for him and we still make dua for him, for Allah to make it easy for him and for him to come out, inshallah. Inshallah, ya Rabb. It is definitely a slippery slope. Um, as someone who's kind of looked at both sides, um, it is difficult. And I want to clear something up. Since we're on the topic, I want to clear something up. Um, the reason I say it's difficult is because human trafficking isn't just like, you know, let me pick up this person and ship them off to, you know, some, some random country in the, you know, in the East or something. Human, human trafficking by like, including Romanian law is just, it could include basically coercing people and tricking them into working for you to do, you know, sexual acts and that stuff um, in, in any capacity. Now, the thing about Andrew's case is because he had a webcam business, it um, may be difficult to prove or disprove if there was force or coercion involved. And that's the only reason this whole thing is tricky. And I think that's the only um you know, evidence they have against him. Is this something where he was actually forcing and coercing women? Were they there on their own volition? Do they have the ability to leave? And something that I think is is tremendously flawed in Western thinking nowadays is on one hand, they say women are so, you know, empowered, liberated, and they're as strong as men. They can compete in men in any avenue in life. But when it comes to this field specifically, they're so gullible that they could be deceived and tricked into working, you know, for a man to do sexual acts and not even know that they're basically being controlled in this way. Force is one thing. Threats is one thing. But if they love the guy and work for him, then 10 years later are basically told you didn't really love him. You were just feeling that you were actually being forced and they, then they believe it. You know, that's a very gray area. So... No one really knows what happened, but, you know, as it is an Islamic premise, it's also a Western premise that innocent until proven guilty. If there is no evidence, you cannot say he is guilty. And until there's evidence, uh, you cannot say that he is 100% guilty. Mm -hmm. um, so let's just make dua for the brother, inshallah, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala preserves him.
and um, that we know, you know, the truth at the end of it, inshallah. And that if he is innocent, that he is freed without any false, you know, accusations or fines or imprisonment or anything else. He's already been detained for, you know, 30 days. They want to bring him for, keep him for another 30 days. Subhanallah, you know, because in the first day they found no evidence. So it's very, very saddening. Hmm. I mean, bro, I mean, how exactly are we getting updates from him if he's imprisoned? They apparently let him receive and send emails to uh, fans or something like that. And also, there's someone on the outside doing a lot of these tweets too, even though this one was obviously him. Um, because there's some about past things, the new world, promotions, you know, stuff like that. So there's no way he's doing that right now. Yeah. But I agree with Brother Rami. So may Allah bless you, bro. Jazakallah khair for bringing that nuanced point up. Because in today's modern time, we are living in a parable the parable of parables of modern feminism, bro, where people think that they can be independent and, and strong and, and I don't need no man. But up until the point where it's not in their favor anymore. And then at that point, now it's it's the man's fault for everything. You get what I mean? Yeah. At the end of the day, we as men need to teach our men folk to understand their responsibilities and Islamically how we should behave with women, things that we are not allowed to do whatsoever. And then with women, we also simultaneously, we can't just diffuse all the responsibility from them at all. We need to te tell them where not to go, what not to wear, who not to hang around with, what time to not leave the house. And I think if you guys think that's controlling or misogynistic, then be my guest. Do that and see what happens to them. Because when it's said and done and they leave the house wearing next to nothing in the middle of the night and something happens to them, you can't say that it's the guy's fault all the time, 100%. Sure. Is it, is it, does it justify what he did? No, of course not. But why was she out there alone? Why is she going to a hotel room to meet a guy by herself? Like, what is going on there? You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, just to be clear, obviously, um, the first perpetrator and the person who should be punished, right? So speaking of punishment, is whoever the man is in that situation. If a man, you know, harms a woman in any way, that person is, you know, uh, penalized in, in Islam very, very harshly, by the way. More, way more harsh in Western law. So we're not, you know, against any of those points. But there is, it's I think, fallacious and, and, and stupid, frankly, to say that there is no fault on, on, on the person for putting themselves in such a stupid situation. If I, I'm, I'm going to be honest, if I put myself in a stupid situation, actually, I have done this before, and Fayyad is witness to this. I've done, I put myself in a dumb situation uh, where I, I basically got robbed. It wasn't a lot, but a, a little bit of crypto. Because I was I was stupid. I was I was dumb and I made a dumb mistake. I lost my money, but I own that. You know, that's my fault. Uh, you know, I was mad at the person who did it, obviously, but I was the dummy that that put myself in that situation by not being cautious and, and giving things away that I shouldn't have. Right? Uh, so in the case that a person goes in a sketchy area at a sketchy time or wearing something that if somebody is gonna commit this crime, would be more likely to commit that crime against you, especially if you're alone. That's just not wise. You know, wisdom is putting something where it belongs and a woman does not belong half naked in the middle of the street in a sketchy corner at night. Um, so that's all we're trying to say with that. And at the end of the day, bro, I want to be on record here. Very clearly, bro, we've said this many times. We as men have failed. We have men have failed. The civilization, we have lost sight of our responsibilities and authority as men with that power. Sure, it's power, but there's responsibility. There's accountability in the eyes of Allah. We should have been there. We should have had khira. We should have put our foot down. We should have maintained the level of masculinity that Allah wants us to maintain without it being anything over or anything deviant from Quran and Sunnah.
And we failed that, bro. Look at Muslim families today. Daughters are just doing whatever. And I feel like at the end of the day, if we haven't have failed, I don't think women would have been to the extent where they are today. Because it's reactionary. It's, oh, I was oppressed in my thing or my dad didn't do anything. So now I'm doing this. It's, it's, it's almost like an ego thing to get even. And I think that if you have one extreme, it's going to birth another extreme. Mm-hmm. So if you're a woman or a sister watching this and you've been not in the best upbringing, you got the short end of the stick, Islamically speaking, from your father or from your menfolk, you trying to now reactively be rebellious, that's not going to produce anything good. And then vice versa, if you're a man, if you were taught incorrectly, improper masculinity, saying, oh, I don't know any better and I could just carry this on. That's not right either. So there comes a point in our life when we need to take these things into our own hands and no longer blame, okay, this is my upbringing, this is society, I live in the West or whatever. And we should take it upon our own selves to pray for, to Allah, to guidance, to help us have these traits that make us proper believers in Islam, inshallah. I mean, ya Rabbi, inshallah. Anhel? Anhel's looking very uh, cold. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Um, uh, things beautifully. And if I start speaking too much, I'm going to start coughing. So. <laughs> May Allah grant you shifa. Everyone make dua for Brother Anhel that Allah grants him shifa and a speedy recovery. Mm. Allahumma ameen. And with that being said, Allahumma atina fi dunya hasana wa fi al-akhirati hasana wa kina adab al-nar. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.